What's tea, y'all? Welcome to episode 10 of the What's Tea podcast, your weekly podcast for introspection and inspiration. I feel like I have been like super slacking lately. Um, I've recorded every week, um, but like last week I was in Hilton Head, South Carolina, so I didn't like promote it like I usually do. And then the week before that was just a very hectic week. Um, because of my family reunion. And then the week before that, I was out of town. So I've just been doing a lot and I haven't had my time to like wake up in the morning and have my breakfast and have my tea and record my podcast and then promote it over the next week. And, you know, cause I've been running. Um, and then this podcast is also late. Um, it's Wednesday. Normally I upload on Tuesdays. Um, but I had some issues yesterday morning. I woke up late for work and I had to get out of the house. And then I came back home to a mess made by my best friend's dog. So thank you so much for that, Riley. Um, but you know, better late than never. Um, I don't really have anything specifically prepared this week because like I've said before, like when I first started this podcast, I had like a list of four or five um, topics that I wanted to cover. And then once I finished that list, I've kind of just let the spirit move me in the direction that I'm supposed to go for that specific week. Um, and this week I, or this morning, um, I watched this uh, live, like Facebook live sermon Um, I'm in this group called Single and Saved um, that my sister sent me um, because they're doing a five-day challenge of praying for your future spouse. And so um, the challenge started yesterday, um, but I just read the first email today. Um, And so I went to their Facebook group and I found this um, seminar, or not seminar, sermon. Um, And he was basically talking about... um, the number one reason why people marry the wrong person is because they look at marriage as an idol. Um, and they're so focused on marriage, marriage, marriage. Um, you know, God, you want me to be happy, right? Why don't you send me a spouse? Um, you want me to have kids, right? Why don't you send me a spouse? So on and so forth. And we're so focused on marriage that we forget, um, the point of marriage is to glorify God. So you're supposed to be focused on him first, you know? Um, but in that sermon, He said um, something to the effect of every time he gets to a different level in life, there's a new demon or a new um, test or a new idol that he has to deal with and overcome. And when he said that, that resonated in my whole spirit. You understand what I'm saying? Because um, I've talked before about, you know, having to let things go and having to, um, you know, I had to like, let go of sex. I let go of a relationship that I was in. I let go of a, um, I let go of smoking weed and I let go recently this year, I let go of a guy that I was extremely into all because, you know, these were lessons that I was supposed to learn. And these were things that I was supposed to go through. And, um, right now in the, in the now I am, dealing with another situation and um, I'm not going to speak on it just yet. I honestly don't know if I ever will because this is a a big one, but what's tea is all about transparency on my end. So I'm sure I'll get to it eventually, but that day is not going to be today. Um, But let's just say it is something that I have never had to deal with before. And um, 
throughout the course of my dealings with this situation, I have been, you know, there's been that like still small voice in the back of my head, like, girl, you know, this is not what you're supposed to be doing. Um, but it feels good. You know, it feels good in the moment. It's, it's cool while it's happening. It makes me happy while it's happening. But I know that ultimately this is going to hold me back from my greater good. You know what I'm saying? It's a nice distraction. You know what I'm saying? I was talking um, to my best friend a while ago and I was telling her how I feel, um, trapped by my own doing you know because I willingly involved myself into this situation and now I'm not sure how to get out of it or I don't have the balls to get out of it um and she was basically saying like just rip off the band-aid like you she was telling me that I was headed in a completely different path before this whole thing started and now I'm like it's like I'm veering to the left. It's like a current swept me away and took me onto a completely different path. And now I'm looking around like none of this looks familiar. Where, where, where am I? You know what I'm saying? So my word for you all today is there's always going to be something. There's always going to be something. Like there's never a point when, you know, you get to a place where you're like, Whew, okay, I'm done dealing with stuff. You know what I'm saying? Now it's just me and God and I can just focus on me and God. No, there's always going to be something that you're going to have to turn away from. There's always going to be something that you're going to have to overcome, that you're going to have to pray about, things that feel good, things that, you know, make you happy, that you think, you know, I'm happy right now. Like I should be able to keep this in my life, but it's not guiding you toward the kingdom. It's not guiding you toward a better relationship with God. It's not guiding you toward a better relationship with your finances or toward, you know, growing your business or toward getting to know yourself or, you know, whatever it is that you are working on or that you desire at that time. There are going to be things always that distract you from the goal. Um, And the the best way to get back in touch with the goal is to listen to that voice because it's always a voice. It may be quiet as a mouse. Like it may be like, you got to like turn off everything, close your eyes, put your hand, put your fingers in your ears and really like listen for it, but it's there. And you know, every time you, you feel uneasy, that's the voice. Every time you know, you, you, you have a second thought. That's the voice because the voice knows God knows, you know what I'm saying? He knows the path that you're headed down. He knows that you can either take one of two directions. You can either continue to do this distraction thing and then wake up in six months, a year, two years, however long you decide to be distracted and then have to trudge right on back to where you were before (laughs) and then try to pick up where you left off. Or you can choose him, you can choose the goal, you can choose the greater good, let go of the instant gratification for the permanent satisfaction. You know what I'm saying? Um, Journaling is also a great thing. Um, I haven't journaled in probably at least a month. I haven't written in my prayer journal in about, what is it, four months that's a long time. And I used to write a prayer in my prayer journal every single morning. Um, 
And part of that is just be, be, me being busy because if you know anything about me, I have a very hectic life. Um, but part of that is me being distracted. Um, and this present distraction is only has only been going on for a few weeks. Um, but I'm distracted by my podcast sometimes. You know what I'm saying? I have to get up and do my podcast before I go to work. So, you know, I don't pray that morning. I don't journal that morning. Or I'm distracted because I missed my show on Sunday. And, you know, I need to watch that before I get to work. So, you know, I'm going to just read my devotion real quick, but I'm not going to like spend time with God or it's all distraction. It's all everything in our lives are is meant to be molded around God. God should be the center. God should be the nucleus. And then everything else comes in when it can. You know what I'm saying? So if you have to wake up at 530 in the morning to pray and to get that good conversation with God in before you start your day, then that's what you need to do. Because maybe that's better than waking up at 730 and only having enough time to brush your teeth, get dressed and run out the door. You know what I'm saying? But the beauty of God and the beauty of of his love for us is that he waits for us no matter what, all of the time. You know what I'm saying? Like he's just there. I, I remember seeing this like graphic, I guess, online um, of this boy and he was walking with God and then he got distracted. He was like, oh there's a shell or whatever uh, on the, on the next street and then he like walked and walked and walked and walked and walked and eventually he was like what the heck where am I this don't look familiar so he walked back and he walked and he walked and he walked and God was standing right there and he was like you ready to you ready to get get going again and that is the beauty of God's love because he's always 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 going to be there even though we don't deserve it even when we don't deserve it, even though, you know what I'm saying, we have literally chosen something over him, which is ridiculous to me because he's God. Like, how dare we put anything above him? But we do every single day. And he's always there to pick us back up when we fall. And I think sometimes I specifically take advantage of that because in my current situation, in my current distraction, it's like, well, you know, I don't consciously say this, but with my actions, it's like, well, God will still be there. You know what I'm saying? He'll still be there when I when I'm ready to come back to him. And yeah, that's true. But why should I have to come back to him? You know what I'm saying? God is the one constant that I should never have to come back to. He should just be there. You know, I should keep him there. I should be always concerned with my relationship with God over and above anything else. And right now I'm not, you know what I'm saying? And that is enough for me to cut out this distraction and get back to where I'm supposed to be. So the moral of the story is whatever you're dealing with, regardless of how big or small it is, whether it's just you wake up and immediately search social media instead of talking to God, or whether you're in a terrible relationship with somebody who is an atheist and he is leading you completely astray or she is leading you completely astray, you can always get back. But don't use that as an excuse to stay in the hole. Get out of the hole 
remember that God is still there and go to him, but don't stay in the hole any longer than you need to, because you're going to look up and you're going to be so deep and it's going to take so much effort to climb out of that hole and get back to where you were when you could just cut your losses, nip everything in the bud and get back on track. Until next time, y'all. Love yourself. Love God. Trust the process. Peace.